0: Welcome to the Pet Grooming Business Podcast with me, Bill Betts, where we give practical business advice to help you grow your pet grooming business. This podcast is sponsored by LowPay, the low-rate payment app that gives you more. So without further ado, let's get going. All right. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, Happy Tuesday. I hope you're having a good... Good day and a good week. Um, spring is on the way. Hopefully, the sun will be out soon. And we all know that when uh, we have a hot March, we have a really hot diary. Our uh, our phones certainly go a bit crazy when uh, when we have a sunny March going into April. So there is hope and there is light at the end of the tunnel. February is almost over. It's not been a too bad a too bad a February to be honest. But uh, let's hope uh, March will be even better. So I wanted to come in today and do brunch and learn. Okay, so last time I did lunch and learn and I said we stole that from the veterinary industry. They have a lot of um, people like sales reps go in, drug reps and stuff like that, and they go into veterinary practices and do lunch and learns. Um, So I thought, um, I've got a client meeting a a bit later, so I thought we'd do a bit of brunch and learn today. So um, I wanted to come in and talk to you about what problem your business solves. So what problem does your business solve to for your clients? And um, I don't know if uh, many people think about their business in this way. But um, your business is actually there. And it's busy. And it's thriving because you are actually solving problems for your clients. So we're going to have a look at this, and uh, make sure that you understand this and um, see if we can reframe some of your mindset around um pricing and your thoughts around um charging for your services and stuff like that so we're going to be looking at um the problems that your business solves and then um, probably next week we're going to look at um potentially the problems that you have in business so they're two separate they're two separate things so there's what your business is the problems that your business solves and then the problems that you have in business. So I just want to make them make that clear that there's two two separate um entities to that. And we'll have a look at the problems in your business um next week, probably in another lunch and learn or another brunch and learn. So um let's have a look at what your problem solves. Now, now we know that people buy um from a business because they have a, a want or a need. So they either want something or they need something and this is why your business needs to be solving their problems so if you start thinking about um, the pet grooming industry and what you do as a living you might just think well you know um i help i help owners to um, make their dogs look good make their dogs smell good um and i cut the dogs nails cuz they need doing um but actually we need to dive into a lot deeper and when we dive into a lot deeper Um, and look at and start examining the problems that um, dog grooming uh, that pet owners have these are starting to called these are going to be called your pain points so these are people's pain points okay so these are the things that when you're doing your social media posts you want to start looking at people's pain points what are their pain points around their pet so you could argue and and many people do and uh, you know argue that a labrador you know, what, what are the problems that a, pro- a Labrador has when it comes to grooming? So is grooming a Labrador essential? You could argue that it's not, but there's a want around it, isn't there? People want their problems to be solved. They want less hair on the carpet or less hair in, in the house. They don't want that Labrador being really smelly at Christmas when they've got family coming round and you've got that solution, haven't you? So their pain points when you look at a Labrador are going to be completely different to when you look at a cockapoo or a poodle uh, or um, and things like that. But all I want to get to get over to you is the fact that um, we do many, many services in our business and we just think, well, okay, um, you know, it's just a nail trim. It's just a nail trim. And we do hear that, don't we? We just say, well, it's just a nail trim. It takes five minutes. But actually, let's think about nails and let's think about dog and cat's nails and how vital, that services that you're providing to that pet and to that client so what kind of things um when when you got um a jack russell or a dog and you've maybe got um wooden floors and the owner is listening to that to that dog tippy tapping across the wooden floors or or when it's out on a walk um it's you can hear the nails hitting the floor you know the, the nails need trimming so the owner has got a problem haven't they the owner has got a problem now they may be able to do that themselves. So they've got a problem that they can do. And you know, um, we certainly did it over lockdown. They've got a problem that they can do, a problem that they can solve. They can go out onto Amazon, they can buy some nail trimmers, and they can do it themselves, can't they? And God, wow they've had all of lockdown to learn. There's so much out there on YouTube to teach people how to do their own dog's nails, but they will either be too scared. They'll either be too worried or they'll try it and um, the dog will pull away. The dog will be really fussy um, or the dog will um, refuse to have the nails done. Or they might actually um, hit one the, trim one of the nails and hit the quick. And all of a sudden they've got this tiny pool of blood uh, on the floor, on their carpet. And, and they're really scared and they're phoning the vets to get like the whole leg bandaged up. So they've got a problem because the toenails are long. And the toenails need trimming and we know that if we don't trim these toenails that problem will get worse won't it the problem will get worse the toe could um the toenails could start growing into their pads especially with cats and we see that quite regularly or um you know the the actual structure of the foot can start to become um, damaged because the toenails are too long so there's a problem okay and you've got the solution to that problem now they can do it themselves, can't they? They can do it themselves. And there's so much education out there. There's so many tools out there that they can buy to go out and do that. But what um, they might try that, and then just think no, this is not for me. So this is where you have the solution, don't you? So you have the solution to their problem. Now we hear it quite a lot. And I talk to a many, many pet groomers that go, you know, you've been trained to do nail trimming in your salons in your training and You know, for some of you, it is like, bish, bash, bosh, a couple of minutes, you know how to hold the dog, you know how to hold the nail trimmers, you know um, solutions to get a difficult dog round to having their nails trimmed, and you know how to, um, you're the the expert, aren't you? You do it every day, Uh, you know, it's a nail trim. I do it every day, it's not a problem, it's five minutes. Okay, so for us, it's not a problem some dogs are a problem but for us as pet groomers or for you as a pet groomer it it's not a problem at all it's a very simple solution that to the problem that the owner has and you can get on and get the, get it done really really quickly and in fact um we had an email yesterday come in um, from an owner saying please could you do my dog's toenails Um, we've taken it to the vets but the vets can't do it and i was like who do you call who do <laughs> you know when i was in the police um, when I was on the firearms unit, if we couldn't solve a problem, if we couldn't deal with something, who do we call them? So, you know, the vets were struggling with this dog's nails um, and, and sent the dog away with the nails half done, saying that they couldn't do it. So we're now having to provide that solution to, to the owner. So we'll get the dog in and um, and make sure that we can we can get it done and make sure there's a satisfactory service at the end of it. So again, we have that solution, don't we? We have that solution to the owner's problem. This podcast is sponsored by Low Pay is half the price of Sum up and Zettel. So you keep more of the money that you earn. Rates start at 0.79%. So what we then hear is, okay, a nail trim is like five minutes or it's five, a couple of minutes. It's a, It's really easy. It's something that we do all the time and we're going to charge five pounds for it. Or maybe we're going to do it for free um you know as like a, a, a like a good bit of customer service or we think that we you know we're doing a good bit of customer service but you've got to realize that if you are offering this service you are solving a really big problem for your customer if they can't get those dogs nails trimmed what's going to happen to the dog's foot what's going to happen to the structure of that dog's foot if it carries on walking around on long nails is that claw going to start growing into that pad and cause an infection and cause um, more issues with the dog's with the dog's toes? So you have got that solution, and and now you need to start thinking. Okay, so I've had my training, I've invested my time, I've invested my um, money into equipment. Now, why am I not charging a good price for solving that problem? So let's come away from time, you know, charging. I know I can't charge more than five pounds for five minutes worth of time because I feel as though I'm ripping them off. Well, let's reframe that, and let's start thinking about um, we actually are actually solving that problem. And what would happen if we can't solve that problem? So when you start thinking about a nail trim, and I think nail trimming is probably quite a good analogy a lot of people feel guilty about um charging like lower amounts of money for very quick jobs because um they 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 charge it based on time they charge it based on how they would feel about it but what you're not thinking about is the amount of training the amount of experience the amount of time and money that you've invested in solving that problem for that for their owner so when that owner comes along and they've got a problem and you've got that solution that is quick, simple, easy, um, you know, great customer service, just pop down, um, pop down to the salon. We can sort out your dog's nails straight away. Um, and to solve that problem for you, you know, it's going to be an investment of 15 or 20 pounds to have your dog's nails trimmed. Boom. Here's my card machine. Thank you very much. Uh, the dog's coming out, has, has a little spry of cologne. It's coming out smelling really nice with really neat, nice looking toenails. And the owner has no longer got a problem. OK, so that owner has a need, don't they? They need to have that problem um, sorted out. They need to have that problem solved because if they don't get that dog's nails trimmed or that cat's nails trimmed, they're going to have an even bigger problem, which is going to cost them even more money when they have to go to the vets to sort out. Infections and ingrown toenails and stuff like that, and we see it quite a lot with cats. Um, we had a cat owner come in the other day, and we literally picked out probably three or four ingrown toenails that had grown into the pads. um We we resolved it. We solved the problem, and the lady was like, "Well, you know, I had the cat's nails cut last year." It's like, how often do you cut your your toenails or your fingernails? So they've got a problem. So people come and use your business because they have a want. Or they have a need. Okay. So let's think about um that's toenails as one example. So let's think about um the lovely most popular dog that we all love and um we all we all want in our salon, and that's the cockapoo. Okay. Start thinking to yourself, what are the pain points around um a cockapoo? If you are a cockapoo owner, and I know some of you are, some of you do actually love um to have a cockapoo, and I'm you know the first groomer to actually be the cockapoo specialist will probably end up paying their mortgage off quite quickly because, you know, there's just an abundance of these dogs, isn't there, Out there? What kind of pain points now, so we're going to change that language up. We're going to change it to pain points instead of problems. What kind of problems or pain points do you think cockapoo owners have? You know, start thinking about it. So when you've got a cockapoo owner on the phone, you can start asking them relevant questions about their dog and not only will it start making you sound well, well. I know that you're professional, but because you take that training and that knowledge for granted, because you're you've you've been doing it for years, you don't do yourself a, a service by by showing your your customers and potential new clients the knowledge that you have actually have. So you can start um, really diving into the, your owner's pain points. So when you've got a new inquiry with a cock- for like a cockapill on the phone. You can start asking about those pain points you know are you struggling to brush your dog <laughs> do you actually even brush your dog is it you know does your dog go into the into the sea does it go into rivers is it like do you get the dog wet do you get and then dry it with a towel you know are you can you run your hand through the dog's coat and feel like that it's, it's knotted and matted and you know pelted you can start highlighting these pain points for the people and then this is going to help you to charge higher prices because. One, you're actually showing that you understand the breed, you understand the um, what the owner's going through and the owner's issues, what the owner needs, okay, and then you can start really digging and pressing on those pain points. You know what? Well, if you don't, if we don't get you booked in soon, then the matting is going to get worse. We're going to have to take that coat shorter, and you can start exploring those pain points and really sort of digging into them, and then you can start testing that higher price because. By the time you've spoken to the owner and you've given all that knowledge and all that experience and you've really like dug into their pain points, you can then start trying those higher prices for the cockapoos, you know, 60 pounds, 70 pounds, 80 pounds. These dogs need a lot of help and the owners have a need, don't they? Again, you know, it's not a want this time. It's not a want this time because if they don't sort this cockapoo out, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. So they have a need for your services. Okay. And yes, the owner can do it themselves. So they can do it themselves. But we know, don't we, from experience, they don't. They've had all this time over lockdown. There's videos out there. There's dog groomers sharing all the tips of the trades and everything like that. But they don't do it themselves. They need a professional person with that knowledge and that experience to come and do solve that problem that they've got with their cockapoo and that's the matted fur and we know that you know if we don't resolve this matting on this cockapoo then it's going to start struggling to walk we've had dogs come in where their their penises are matted to their bellies you know we've even had a stud dog where where its penis is matted to its belly that's not going to work is it that's going to be a big problem when they stud that dog out and the dog is not performing because you know it's all matted up to its belly so that's not going to work that's a big problem for that breeder so yes again the owner can do it themselves however you have invested in that time you have invested in your training you have invested in the equipment you have invested in um extra learning you know you've invested in yourself and putting yourself out there as a business owner so you're going to be charging good money to solve that problem okay now you're going to be saying to me well yes the the cockapoo owners understand that they have a problem but they're going to shop around and they're going to find someone cheaper to solve that problem well that's where we as business owners need to learn how to sell our services we need to learn how to market our services well we need to learn how to sell our services well so that people's heads do not turn elsewhere and go elsewhere and look at other other pet groomers out there you know everyone everywhere is flooded with pet groomers there are it's a very thriving business isn't it but we need to make sure that we are on point with our branding we're on point with our marketing we're on point with our customer service and that prevents people from looking elsewhere and so you get the inquiry you follow up the inquiry, you dig into their pain points, you speak to them on the phone, and you sell the service to them. And you make sure that they realize they've got a problem that they need to solve, and you've got the solution for that. And then it comes down to, you know, a a price to trade your time for money, and that's for you to to resolve, making sure that it meets your overheads, what you want to earn, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully, um, you know, you start to understand and hopefully I'm starting to reframe the way that you look at your business. Um, you know, we're no longer, we don't go out there and we just do dog grooming. We go out there and we do problem solving. Okay. So people buy because they have a want and they ha- or they have a need. A smelly Labrador that they want to smell nice, they want to have a really nice glossy coat, they want to impress their neighbors or their family or their mother-in-law. Or the shoot that they're going out on you know they want that labrador gleaming and shiny and looking really really healthy and that's all the, that's where you get your your labrador owners coming in because they they have a want we've all got baths at home hopefully um although we don't have a bath or a shower over it over it anymore so that's a bit, bit of a pain but we could all bath our labradors at home or the labrador the owner, labrador owners could bath their labs at home but they don't want to okay we've got these these Labradors that are shedding hair—they're smelly. They love going to ponds. Or mine certainly do, uh, and they stink. <laughs> okay, so we have a problem that we want to be solved. So that's the sort of Labrador problem. Okay, but then the Cockapoos have got a problem that they need to be solved because they're they're poodle crosses. They've got the the poodle hair that they get knotted, they get matted. You know, and you can you can list off all the issues that you see with Cockapoos. But because we do it every day, we get lost in it. And we don't realize that we're providing that solution to people's problems. So start thinking about the pain points that people have when they're starting to contact you and make inquiries and start digging into those pain points. Start pressing on those pain points. You know, what would it be like? You know, you're trying to sell a mud d shed What would it be like if your Labrador no longer loses all of its hair all over your carpet? You know, is are you gonna or when you got that Labrador in the bath and it's covering the bath in all its hair, it's like your bath or mine sort of thing. Where do you want that hair to be going? So start digging into those pain points. And not only that, okay. So when you're doing the actual um, dog grooming, you're solving those problems. There are other things that you're starting to pick up as well. So these are like the added extras. So these are all the lumps and bumps that you're going to be finding on those pets the ability to perhaps weigh them so that when they come in, you can record the weights. Parasites that you're going to be finding on them, the ticks, the fleas. Again, you know, an owner might have a problem where they keep finding fleas indoors and you find it on their cat and you can start out talking to them about the solution. Great customer service, isn't it? Or maybe now that, um, you know, and some people don't like Frontline or or Fipronil, but now it's been deregulated, you keep a small stock of Frontline, so that you can upset it to them. You know, as long as it's got that active ingredient, and in it it's going to work. Hopefully, but you are you have that ability to solve that problem for your customer. So, the whole um what I wanted to cover on this sort of brunch and learn is just to reframe your mindset a little bit. Where people have um they come in and they say, "Right, I'm just doing a quick nail trim. It's a five minute job. I can't charge more than five quid for that, or I give it away for free." you know you're 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 glossing over the the bigger the bigger points the bigger issues here because if you didn't do that nail trim then that dog's going to have a bigger problem you know and that's the problem that you're solving so they they're actually paying you to solve that problem same for your cockapoos you know and any breed you can probably list that comes to your door you can list um, probably at least five problems that you find on that dog that you solve for those owners so i want you to start thinking a little bit about how your business solves those problems and then use that in your marketing. Go out there and use that in your social media and your TikToks and your videos. You know, talk about the problems that you solve so that when you're you're having that deeper connection with your clients and deeper connection with um, the potential clients that are sitting in your social media feed or on your website, just checking you out and seeing whether they're going to use your services or not, dig into their pain points, dig into the problems that they have with with their pets and so that they can understand that you know what problems need solving and that you've got the solution for them. So hopefully they then come and and use your services at also at a higher price because you're a problem solver, not always a pet groomer. Um, I hope that makes sense. I hope um, that understands, you understand that. If you're watching on Facebook, please um, type in replay. If you've got any questions, please put them in the comments below. If you're listening on um, the podcast, then please do subscribe to the podcast and make sure you share it with your group of friends. And uh, hopefully next week or next time, we'll do a bit of lunch and learn around the problems that you have in business. Take care, everyone. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please make sure you give us a like or a review to help people find it. The podcast is sponsored by LoPay. Head over to www.lopey.com to find out more about their payment solution.